Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Private Partners. Um, I just want to let you know that this episode of Private Parts was recorded in early March. Uh, enjoy the episode. Hey, what's up, Private Partners? How you doing? It's me, Jamie, with another lovely episode. Oh, it's obviously another lovely episode. It's another bonus episode of Private Parts. I'm sitting here by myself, hanging out, swelling out, chilling out, mellowing out. All those... What are the terminologies that the kids use nowadays? I have a little brother, right, who's... um, He's 14 years old. Or is he 15 now? I think he's 15 years old. Um, And uh, big shout out. He's just got himself a girlfriend. Really excited for him about that, actually. He phoned me up the other day and he said, Hey, Jamie. I don't know. He didn't sound like that. He didn't go, Hey, Jamie. He just went, Hey, Jamie, I I got a girlfriend. And his girlfriend's name is Sophie. Uh, I think I can say that. I'm sure I can say that. Anyway, it's true. His girlfriend's name is Sophie. And so my brother's wife is called Sophie. My girlfriend's called Sophie. And my little brother's girlfriend's called Sophie. So we have three Sophies in the fam at the moment. Uh, Anywho, that's not the point of the podcast. This is a little bonus episode for you guys. So hello, everyone. Welcome to Private Parts Podcast. This is where we read the most intimate and sort of details of our lives. Uh, Francis is not here today because Francis is in self-isolation. So it's just me by myself. And uh, I tried to phone Francis a little bit earlier just to talk to him about uh, what he thought of the situation and what's going on at the moment. Because in all of the situation, like I said on the other episode, um, is that there's a lot of panic, of course, at the moment. There's a lot of worry and stress and uncertainty. And people are um, concerned for obvious reasons and I totally get that so what we want to do in private parts is also entertain you and and, and give you a little la- of laughter and happiness in this sort of doom and gloom time because I feel like this is do you know what I feel like happens it's like one thing after another at the moment do you know what I mean it's literally like one thing after another so if we can make you happy for a little bit I thought that'd be a good idea now I tried to phone Francis and he didn't pick up it annoyed me he didn't pick up I'm like well where are you buddy uh so um, I thought because he didn't pick up, I would uh, call him out. I have found a Valentine's Day love letter that was sent to him that he never read, he never received. Weirdly, I didn't keep it by myself. I just, ne- I just to be honest, I forgot to give it to him. That is the truth. I forgot to give it to him. Um, I'm a bad friend, yes. Secondly, I was freaking jealous because I never received any Valentine's. I received one from my girlfriend, which is, yeah, sweet. You can receive a Valentine's Day message from your girlfriend. But you kind of want to get a Valentine's Day card from, like, other people because it makes you feel desired and wanted. Hey, I'm still sexy. 31. With a hair transplant, I'm sexy. (laughs) I'm real sexy over here. So Francis got a uh, love letter. Uh, So I thought I'd read it out because he's not here. And uh, the greatest thing about this is that it's a love letter on pink uh, letter writing kit. It's not. It's not a pink letter writing kit that he was sent. It was a. It's. It's a pink piece of paper. When I was five years old, I used to write love letters. Um, I wrote love letters. Girl called Hannah. She was one of my first uh, first chicks I dated at five years old. Um, 
had another one called another Hannah, two Hannahs, dated them both. And Eliza, spoken about her before. And I used to write them all love letters. And actually, to this day, I've kept those love letters. So one episode, I'll bring in my old love letters. And they, they, were, they were quite naughty at like five years old love letters. I don't know if you have ever received any love letters, but mine were like, you know, Hannah and Jamie sitting in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G and something more. Like what? We're five years old. What else are we doing? Like what? What else are we doing? Getting to third base at like five years old. That would be weird. It'd be totally weird. I only got to third base when I was like 14, I think. Was it 14? What even is third base? I don't even... First, okay, first base is kissing. I'm going to actually Google this right now before I get into anything because I just... I need to find out. Okay, what, how, what do I even Google? What are the bases in, in dating? Okay, here we go. Okay, bases in dating. Okay, there are four bases in a relationship, like in baseball, where the partners try to get home. If you know what I mean. (laughs) First base is the equivalent to French kissing, not just kissing. Okay, so it's French kissing. That is first base. Okay, so I reached first base when I was about five years old. Player. I didn't didn't really. I just sort of snogged each other. I think that's what I did. When I talk about each other, I'm talking about me and the two Hannahs. And didn't have an orgy when I was five years old. I just kissed girls at that age. Second base is touching of private extremities and or uh, the partner's body, a.k.a. boob touch. That is, that is second base. Now, I don't, think I, I don't think I did a boob touch until I was about 18 because it was too awkward. Do you mind if I touch your boob? too awkward i remember the first boob i ever saw i I think i've told the story before but i'll say it again i was in norfolk and there's a big kind of a party that happens in norfolk every single summer called hun stanton and uh i stayed at my friend louis house which was an amazing house in norfolk and this girl called celia was there who i really fancied and we were about 14 15 years old and celia was as girls do they develop a lot faster than guys so all the girls were much taller than me to be honest still now girls are taller than me but that doesn't matter, but they were a lot taller than me and they developed more. So she, Celia had, had, had breasts at the age of, God, I got really awkward as I was saying that. <laughs> Why did I get awkward about saying she had boobies at uh, 15 years old? Anyway, we were swimming together. We were swimming, doing lengths. And I got to the end of the pool. And you know when you lift yourself out of the pool with your arms on the side of the pool, you lift yourself and you sit on the side. She did the same thing. She was wearing a bikini. And as she lifted herself up, her boob came out of her bikini top. And uh, I don't know if you've ever looked at someone when you're talking to them, they have food in their teeth and you don't tell them about the food in their teeth because you're too embarrassed. Imagine trying to ignore the fact that her boob was out and she didn't notice. So she was just sitting there in front of me with her boob out and I didn't say anything because I was too scared. That actually also happened to me. I was in Greece once. This, I don't know why I'm rambling on about these things, but I was in Greece once and I was at my friend's uh, house in Greece and we all went to lunch with all of his family and I was sitting next to his little brother who must have been very young. He must have been about 14 at the time. I must have been 15 or so. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. And I was talking to him for ages, and, and I looked down after talking for him about, I don't know, like half an hour, and looked down and there was a hole in my swimming trunks, and my penis was hanging out of my swimming trunks. Could have been there for ages. Have no idea. Had no idea about it. Anyway, back to bases of dating. Second base is touching of the private areas, boob touch. Third base is oral sex. And then, so, so third base is oral sex? What? So, okay, so let's get this right. So first base is French kissing. Second base is a boob touch. Third base is oral sex. And then fourth base is having sex. They even go on to say, person A, so how did your date go last night, person B? Pretty good. Me and Susie got to first base. Person A, I don't know. You knew what the bases of dating were. Haven't you only been dating for a few days? Person B, yeah. I'm going to try and see a movie later at her house where her parents are out next week. Maybe we can get to second. What a pile of shit that conversation was. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to read out Francis's Valentine's Day letter that he hasn't read or hasn't seen, and maybe... She or he, we don't know, we haven't read it yet, um, uh, would like to go to second base with Francis. Dear Francis, the print room Southwalk is a place of romance. And after I saw you in the world's slowest lift, I thought I'd take the chance to express my admiration for your skateboarding skills. Such elegance, such precision, such grace, such thrills. So I write this message from the third floor where history documentaries are made, and much more. What, what is she suggesting that much more is made? Like, what, what do you mean? History documentaries are much... Like, it's like a porn. History documentaries are much more. Together we could be brilliant. One of those great couples of history. The next Antony and Cleopatra. Elizabeth and Philip. Anne Boleyn and Henry. Henry the fifth. I think she's talking about that. Were they a great couple? I mean, I, I don't think Anne, Anne Boleyn and Henry the Eighth, Not Henry V, whoever said that. that was stupid of them. Henry V, Henry VIII. Maybe they were a great couple. So drinks on the near front, or however you like to get your things kicked off, drop me a message. That's her number. From a secret admirer. Maybe I should give the secret admirer a call. Welcome to the EE voicemail. I'm sorry, but the person you've called is not available. Please leave your message after the tone. After you've finished your message, just hang up. Or to hear more options, please press 1. Hello. Um, 
It is uh, Jamie Lang here from the Private Parts Podcast. I'm uh, just leaving you a message because, um, frankly, I'm irritated. I am upset, angry, annoyed, frustrated. Uh, I, I saw that you had written my friend Francis Bull a Valentine's Day love letter because you met him in the world's slowest lift and you thought that you could be one of the greatest couples in history together. Now, um, I understand that Francis is quirky, he's different, he's ginger, he skateboards, and I get that may tickle your fancy. However, as the 10th hottest person in Made in Chelsea, according to the tab, um, I feel that uh, you should have also sent me a love letter. Anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest because it's been bothering me for the last five minutes. Um, don't know who this is or where this voicemail is going to, but whoever it is, uh, can you send me a love letter? Because I would really appreciate that. We never have to pass, I was about to say pass wind, but that would have been a bit weird, pass each other in the hallway. But I know you work on the third floor doing history documentaries, so... Anyway, I wanted to relay that frustration towards you and say that whoever you are, wherever you're from, I'm jealous. Send me a love letter. And be safe out there. Bye-bye. There we go. So, fuck you, Francis. I'm going to get myself a love letter. And I'm never going to tell you about this. And if you don't listen to this episode either, you won't do it. Huh. Uh, right, everybody, that is the end of our bonus episode of Private Parts Podcast. Uh, please remember to subscribe. Please follow us on Instagram at Private Podcast. If you do want to send us any mail, love letters, Valentine's Day cards, it's not Valentine's Day, but gifts, anything at all, please send us to uh, the print room, Southwark, or start off, so say that again. Please send it to Spirit Media or Private Parts Podcast, the print rooms, se one O-L-H. We would love to receive anything from you and we'll read it out on the show. Uh, hey, listen, until next time, lovers, lifers, people out there, Mario Kart winners, Mario Kart winners, Indiana Jones fanatics, whoever you are, stay safe, um, be happy, be thoughtful, be kind, as always, um, and we'll see you next week. Well, you won't see me, but you, you'll definitely hear me, as always. Signing out. I did that last week and I don't know why I keep saluting almost. See you next week. Bye. (laughs)